This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast Manga Edition. I am your host, Vlord GTZ, and with me today I have two special guests. Returning from last week, we have Sakaki. Yo! And then this week we also have a new guest, AG, also known as your anime guy on Twitter. What's happening? How are you guys doing today? Oh, I can't complain, man. Doing good. I mean, this chapter kind of wrecked me a little, but... I think it wrecked everyone. I'm already seeing on my Twitter feed just lots of people just crying and being depressed, cursing Gotage's name, while also loving at the same time. Yeah, there's a lot to take in, so I'm, I'm, I'm chomping it a bit to discuss it. Yeah, um, but before we go into the chapter itself, since it's AG's first time on the podcast, I'd like to hear how he got into Demon Slayer. Put me on the spot. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not think. Um, I think I was like seeing it online and people talked about it. I think it's the one manga I didn't read and jump because um, I think it wasn't like on Viz or something. To, I don't think they licensed it yet. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like I started like um, I found it and I started binge reading it. And uh, let's just say it's one of my favorite jump manga now. Like I couldn't put it down. I didn't sleep. Sleep was not a thing. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's basically it. I don't know. I just like found it randomly and people. I think, uh, no, I had picked it up before and uh, and I kind of like put it down on hold for a while, but people always said it picked up around like chapter 25 or so. And then, uh, and they always said it was hype, you know, I never really go into the hype, but I always had like some expectations, you know, but uh, no, after I like picked it back up and stuff, I just like, I binged through and, uh, and here we are, you know, so it's, it's pretty good. That's not, that's not a good origin story. I I can barely remember where I start anything, honestly, but uh, (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I mean, I know for a lot of people, uh, they kind of just, like, slowly get into Demon Slayer over time. And, like, I know, like, some people always say, like, hey, it gets better, like, at, like, chapter 25 or, like, chapter 30. But I think but yeah. over time, it's one of those series that really just sells you on it. It's funny, because, yeah. like, hearing hearing uh, AG say that, like... I don't know. I I like Demon Slayer from the beginning, pretty much. I never, at least, I've never heard anybody say that. I I guess I, I could I could definitely see it. I'm not saying that. Oh, that that that. I could definitely picture that people probably it is very slow because what's interesting. I mean, a little bit of a personal anecdote is like, you know, I actually had to convince my sister to keep watching the anime because she was like, it's going too slow for her, <laughs> and it's just like I, I didn't. It wasn't until she said that. Because, you know, again, I fell in love with it immediately. I was in chapter one. <laughs> so, you say that, and then, like, revisiting it, like, the manga again, I was like, yeah, I, I could kind of see that. Like, it's, it's I, I not... Don't know. Like, the, I mean, the slowness, because, like, now it's just, like, it's fast-paced. It's going ham, and I'm loving yeah. it. So, like, I appreciate the little slowness, you know, going back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and definitely you can see it in the anime, too, since they, are, they took a little... 
less traditional route with it. Because, I mean, I feel like I, I've said this before on Twitter, but I feel like Jump definitely has a like pacing that they a definitely a, def, a definitive way of doing their pacing for their manga where things are just super fast all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, seeing Demon Slayer kind of buck that trend and kind of just take its time to set itself up. Interesting. And I mean, I guess, I don't know compared to Sunday where everything is pretty slow set up, I guess that's probably one of the reasons why I like Demon Slayer from episode, from chapter one. I mean, not trying to say rest to jump is no good because they're fast, but I yeah. I guess I just, just appreciated that kind of storytelling, you know, where it's just like, yeah. we're getting we're introduced into the world, we're introduced to Tanjiro, we're introduced to his plot his plight, and like takes like takes those chapters to take that time to tell that story. It feels like another jump series would have done that in like three chapters. <laughs> and then yeah. the train would have been like ten chapters in or something. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only other series I can think of in recent memory in Jump that's done that is like Actage. Like it kind of just takes yeah. its time to really get into like the main meat of things. But it's because it takes its time um that it is so compelling because you actually get to uh, get more like attachment to the characters. Yeah, true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was like me with Takaki uh, uh, first time with Act Dodge. Was like I was I was hooked by the first chapter though, but that, I think that might have been biased. Though. I mean, Act Dodge is just amazing in general. That that next to Demon Slayer is like the highlight of my week. Reading that, really, I really, I was like, I was debating about reading it before this. Y'all need to convince uh, Viz to fill in that gap so I can finally read it. Or, I mean, yeah, maybe. I you... I'm about to <laughs> I, I, man. I'd be like, yo, bro. <laughs> I mean, at least we get the volumes in July. I can't wait to buy volume one for the third time. <laughs> Why? Freaking France got already like two volumes out or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, July? <laughs> I mean, thank you, but come on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If it weren't for my current like job situation, I totally would just buy them in Japanese. I've been because V Lord talks about them all the time. I see uh, AG talking about it all the time, and everybody. It's the it's the other series in Jump besides um, Haikyuu. I say anything bad about it? Like I've you, every yeah. every other series has haters. And sometimes the haters yeah. are legit haters, and sometimes they're, you know, they have legit complaints that are, like, fair, and sometimes they're, you have the haters are just ha- there to hate. <laughs> but yeah. Octodge no, and IQ are the two series I've never seen anybody say anything negative about them. Same. I don't think, even, like, I think uh, I didn't see any Hayward Demon Slayer until the anime came out. You know, yeah. that's 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 when it all changes. But, yeah, I'm surprised Haikyuu haven't seen anything, and it has, like, how many seasons? Three, four, something like that? So that's, that's yeah. So that's that's not yeah. strange to me, honestly. I mean, because that's got like over three hundred chapters. So geez, it's got to be freaking good or something. <laughs> so, but yeah, we've taken the show from Vlord. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you guys are here to, for interesting conversations like this. Um, but yeah, um, I guess uh, we should just get straight into the recap here then. So. Uh, I'll start off this recap here. So the this chapter that we're recapping is chapter 179, Feelings for Elder Brother, Feelings for Younger Brother. Um, so at the end of last chapter, the, the Demon Slayers uh, defeated Kokushibo and his body just evaporated and everything. But uh, Shinigazawa is... Uh, 
still attacking as if uh, Kokushibo is still alive. Like, so he's just, like, stuck in this, like, weird trance, like, slashing and running all over the place. Um, so, basically, uh, Gyome is trying to stop him and, like, grabbing a hold of him. And after he, like, grabs him and gets him unconscious and everything, he just kind of lays him on the floor. And then, uh, kind of looks at our other two demon slayers who are in this fight who have kind of been, uh, cut into shambles. Um, so mm, yeah, literally. we see Genya, who's basically been cut up into little, like, meat pieces at this point. And he's, like, yeah. literally cut on it, cut in half, like, on the floor, like, bleeding out. Yeah, I mean, he's, you, you could say they've literally gone to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's just kind of lying there, but he's still, like, alive. So, uh... Gyome decides to just kind of leave him there for now uh, with uh, uh, Shizu uh, Gawa like right next to him. And uh, then uh, he decides to go over to Tokido because Tokido is in way worse shape. And like, uh, it's definitely very clear that he's kind of dying. So uh, he basically closes his eyes and then uh, we get to see inside... uh, Tokido's mind where he sees his uh I think twin brother, if I recall. Either twin brother or older brother. I believe they're twins and maybe that one's he, he, this is just the older twin. Yeah, something something like that. Okay. And oh, it's my turn. So yeah, he's in and it's really pretty. I, I have to say that to begin with. Like like Gotogate goes through all the effort of drawing, drawing these leaves, going, uh, you know, floating around them as they're talking, and Bro's like, you know, hey, don't, don't come any closer. And he's like, wait, what? I did a good job. Can't you say I did a good job at least? <laughs> it's like you should, and he's like, you're 14, dude, and you're dying. That what, what's there to praise about that? I couldn't, I couldn't abandon my comrades, but died. And then he was like, if you die like this. He's basically, you know, his brother's basically saying, you die like this, and your life's kind of meaningless at this point. And then, bro, Tokito's like, or, he's like, wait, no, you died at 11, so it's really, it's worse off, more so than me, at least. And I know why I was born. I mean, my life wasn't meaningless. I was born to be happy. And that that just struck a chord, like, (laughs) like. You know, with the Shonen manga, you get a lot of them where it's like, ah, well, I'm, I, I was born to be the most powerful, but just this, I'm born to be happy. But yeah, it was like, you two were supposed to be born to be happy. Speaking to his brother, you know, when we lived in the family, I was happy. And he recalls, you know, when he lost his family, there were painful things, but then he kind of found the found family with the demon slayers. And he says, I, I don't, for them, I don't mind it. So, yeah. And then he's like, I, you know, I didn't die for nothing. I got you. You know, you didn't. I understand, but I didn't want you to die, though. And for a moment, it was like, in the, you know, the last panel, I mean, the panel, page 13, is just like, you know, please, not you. So for me, I thought it was a lie, but and then you go to the next page. Yeah. And uh I think this was when, um, I don't know, Shinsugawa, did that say you say his name or something? Yeah, Shinsugawa, yeah. Yeah, he, like, wakes up, you know, from being unconscious and sees his brother, you know, dying. Um, but uh, 
basically he was saying like, you know, thank you for protecting me and all that. And he's like, I did protect you. Uh, but I don't know. Cause I knew I, from what I remember, they were always like, you know, he did not really care about it. But now it actually shows that, uh, I mean, I could remember wrong. I don't know. But like, from what I remember, it's like, you know, he's actually showing that he actually did care about his brother. And, uh, of course, um, you know, it's too late now to show, him, but definitely the feels in this when uh, you, you see him like tears coming out of his eyes. You know, I was like, please don't let my brother take, don't let it take away my brother. You know, I'm just like, frick, bro. Uh, but then you just see him go away into like dust and uh, he can't do anything to him. He's gone. Oh man, F's in the chat for sure. But uh, nah, and then uh, you see the dude at the end. I can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, but uh, definitely, when he says this isn't over until we defeat Muzan, I mean, my only question is, when is October twenty seventh? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how there's also tears falling from Gilbey's eyes too. Like it's really subtle because of like how his character design is. But, like, it's just right there flowing right through, like, the cuts on his face and everything. Yeah. Dang, bro. Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. thing, but, like, this is different. <laughs> this is, yeah. Like, this is, like, nah, this is, I mean, normally it's tears of, like, sorrow and regret, but this is, like, tears of resignation. Like, this ain't over till it's over, bro. Let's yeah, go. so I don't know about, like, you guys, but going into this chapter, I was expecting uh, Tokido to die, but I wasn't expecting Genya to die. Like, I remember last week when uh, we had Sakaki and Marion on, I was joking, like, oh, hey, Genya has, like, the demon powers inside his body. He'll be fine. They could just glue him back together. <laughs> it's funny because Velor was talking on Discord to me. He was like, well, I guess they didn't have enough glue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I guess uh, things uh, didn't end happy for Genya. Yeah, I guess he uh, really did. Give up his entire life in that fight. Yeah, yeah I didn't I, think he would die either. Like, because he was like with uh, Tanjiro, you know, back back in the day. So I'm like, I thought he'll still be with them, you know, and fight. But uh, <laughs> nah, Gochu K is like, nah, fam, he's gone. So that's <laughs> that's that. He didn't. I get, yeah, we were all talking about this last week. I, I like I said midway through the chapter when he was like, "Please, not you." I was thinking, "Okay, he's gonna wake up and it's actually like, oh, he's fine." Well, not fine, clearly because he's got most of his body eviscerated, but at least he would live, you know. But then the chapter goes on and it's like, "Oh no, actually, he's gone." And then Genya right after that, and it's like, "Wow." I have to say that I'm really surprised that Gozagate went that deep. <laughs> like two, not one death is one thing. But two in the same chapter, and then they're both brothers. Yeah, I, I don't have any brothers, but it's like <laughs> uh, I can imagine just anybody who does just like being like, "Wow, I, I need a minute away from this chapter." <laughs> so, like, it, it just it surprised me that you know. I mean, well, I guess it's not that surprising because again, these guys are heavily injured. This isn't a thing where it's like a you know they. The blue. They're they're perfectly fine. Yeah, out of the blue, they're perfectly fine, and then they get like sniped at the end of chapter on page nineteen. And it's like, oh well, wait, what? No, these. <laughs> it was likely, you know, pretty much they were either gonna be down down for the count for good, or they were gonna die. You know, they they were, either way, they weren't gonna get up and fight. Um, um, Luzon at this point, right? 
something I mentioned last week, which is like, it's interesting that we have so many people falling before they even got into the main bad guy. And I mean, uh, Vilor probably remembers that. Yeah, even Tanjiro, even though he's not dead, he's still been pretty injured. <laughs> and they haven't even gotten yeah. the moves on yet. <laughs> that, I'm surprised. Like, uh, I mean, I'm curious what's going to happen next chapter. Because uh, this is baby. I mean, I, I'm, I love the fight, but I'm also glad it's over to see what, you know, what's coming on, like to see moves on again or something. So definitely curious what's going to happen next for sure. Yeah. I remember before this fight started, we saw Giyu and Tanjiro running, like I think further into the fortress and they ran into that crow that was making a new announcement. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. that announcement is uh, the result of this fight that oh. we just saw. So oh. I'm, I'm curious if the story's going to go back to Tanjiro now and like they're going to yeah. actually get like to where Muzan and uh, Tamayo are, like at the center, like the center of like the building. Crap, I forgot that Tamayo's there too. <laughs> okay, clearly I need to reread. But yeah, no, that's interesting. So like it was kind of a flash forward is what we had with them. And then we got the uh, Gotoke filled in the details later. So now probably that, that I, I, I could definitely see that happening where now the next chapter is they get the news of these deaths, seal their resolve. I mean, the, it, it would be interesting. It, it, my, my question now just is like, and I mentioned it earlier is like before we were talking about how Demon Slayer might be ending soon. I mean, last week, I know we all came to consensus like, yeah, it could maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe there's still more, but now I feel like, yeah, we are getting towards maybe the end of things. Cause like literally yeah. there's just moves on and now a bunch of the pillars are dying and I can't see pillars like dropping like this. I can't oh, see what? that. I can't see there being a whole lot more story after moves on, honestly. Yeah. I remember, uh, I think, I think it was actually, I don't know if it was wrong or something, but I remember something like somebody was talking about, like it was a final arc. And then uh, I'm like, oh, shoot, which I could see it. But then later on, I'm like, wait, I think that was just uh, speculation. So I don't think that's actually confirmed. It's well, funny because we were talking him. about that last week. <laughs> we were, or, yeah, mm-hmm. last time we were talking about that. We saw, like, an announcement from Jump where it was kind of mentioned that, hey, you know, this. Well, somebody, I guess, read it, and we're still not. And I wish I knew what issue that was because I remember seeing it that somebody was like, Jump advertised uh, this I- as being the last arc. Yeah, yeah. And somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just. uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I mean, looking at this last uh, panel here, you know, it's like, like what else would be after moves on? Why should they like pull like some like freaking Tanjiro becomes like a demon and like you got he's like the demon now where you you got to kill him. Because he just, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> weird things, okay? So, I mean, I don't it's think that would happen, but I mean, you never know. I hope not, honestly. Right, it's true. It could happen. I, I doubt it. Gotoge seems to have very, how to put this? They seem to have a very good idea of what they're doing with the story. I, I, I haven't. Again, when this is something else we talked about last time, which is. I, I haven't gotten the idea that from Demon Slayer that there's ever been a point where Gotoke is like, oh crap, what do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it's always felt like, and I and I feel like that that story because again, I I can't think of a bad arc of Demon Slayer. 
like an arc that was just like, okay, that was completely unnecessary. I wish they they hadn't done mm. that. It messed up all the characters for me. Or no, there's been no arcs like that. And I feel like that comes from a place that Gotuke just really knows the story that they want to tell. Right. I mean, hey, if Tagashi is recommending it, you know he's he's gotta be good, okay? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean it's funny because Sogashi's like different. At least with Hunter Hunter, it definitely feels like it's a stream of consciousness thing with him. But he makes it work. <laughs> yeah, like you have the Hunter exam. Like if you compare Chimera Arc to the Hunter exam, they're two different series. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Greed Island to everything else. <laughs> so, and then now even. They can make like an arc, like for a, a new anime every arc, just like another. Another anime, basically. Exactly, and like even now, the current arc on the ship, it, it doesn't feel like anything that Hunter Hunter's done before it. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel mean, like, it, and the, none of the main characters are there, so it's kind of like you know, I mean, other than Kurapika, of course, but it's like, it's like a Kur, it's like a Kurapika spinoff, basically. <laughs> Almost and like you know, and honestly, you don't even really need him. <laughs> like there have been so many chapters that. There have been yeah. so many chapters that he hasn't been in that still work on the level without any of the main characters, which is something I've always liked about Takashi. <laughs> so that's why I don't understand. I'm like, like whatever he's doing, he always keeps me interested for some reason. And just like, I mean, just like with freaking Gochage with uh, Kimetsu, it's just like I'm always interested. I'm never yeah. bored or anything. So it's like I appreciate that a lot because there's so many series I've just like, you know, they have their dull moments and stuff, but. uh so no. far, no, I have not have in these series, so that's always yeah. a plus. Yeah, no, agreed. Even I mean, normally training arcs are like, Ugh. <laughs> but but like, <laughs> yeah, oh no, another training arc. But like, um, uh, Kimetsu just never. I, even with the training arcs, they feel like they have a purpose. I mean, I've, I guess it just feels like you you just want to skip to the end of the training <laughs> just to see. I, I, I want to see the dude turn Super Saiyan. I, I really don't want to see the process. <laughs> I just want to see him turn Super Saiyan. But it's like, I don't know. It, I guess it's because the characters in uh, Demon Slayer are so strong. It's like, you, you want to see Tanjiro succeed. You want to see the process of how he got to where he what? is. <laughs> You know, because he's such a nice, he's yeah. such a nice kid. You want to see him, you want to see him succeed. <laughs> so, you know, you're not, it's not like other, it's not like, and again, this goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning, which is like the pacing has been really good for, because Gotake laid, laid down that foundation slowly and surely. It's like, then you feel more connected to the characters than with some series where it's like, in ten chapters, it's like we, we're already like there's already been so much so much stuff thrown at us. But we're still trying to put it together, and the author's like, "Hold on, I got another shipment for you." <laughs> Wait, what? what? I'm still trying to figure out like what this character's name is. <laughs> yeah, fucking, uh, like Attack on Titan, it took me like freaking over two seasons to get attached to characters, man. <laughs> I'm just, like, I get like they kill somebody off. I'm like, "Wait, who was that again?" So, <laughs> I mean, I guess you know, every series is different and stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, I appreciate these, you know, those setups, and then they just go ham, yeah, and, and don't stop. So that's always. Yeah, and, and, I, and I and I really think that Gotoke has got that really well done because it's just I can't. I'm sitting. I'm actually trying to sit here and think of an arc of Demon Slayer. Where I was like, yeah, I didn't really like that. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't at all. There, there, there might be one or two chapters where I'm just kind of like, okay, that. Mm. 
they were a little too slow or really were kind of too uneventful, but as a whole, yeah. it's like... It feels like yeah, the entire like, series just has been on, like, an upward trend. Like, exactly. since the beginning, like, there's never really any dips, which is kind of nice. Amazing, yeah. and especially if this is actually the end, if we are in the end game, keep this up oh, to the end, then dude. I can comfortably say that Kimetsu might be one of the best jump series ever. Yeah, Honestly. I mean, like, looking at, like, how many, like, upper moons are still alive, there's... We know there's at least, like, uh, Upper Moon 4 and Akime, and that it's kind of implied that Upper Moon 5 got replaced when they replaced all the other moons. So I could see us having, like, maybe three more fights in the series, and then everything's done. Yeah. I don't even know if they would, uh, like, bring the Upper Moons. Are, are, have they introduced the others? Yeah, so, like, they, they introduced... Uh, that uh, the Koto lady, like Nikime, is now Upper Moon Four, and like right. that's who like uh, Mitsuri and Ab and I were like fighting briefly a few chapters back. Right, right. I remember. Yeah, yeah she's the one that round and all of this stuff, the sp- like spatial thing going on with her. <laughs> so yeah. the thing is, we still haven't seen Upper Moon Five's replacement though. So I'm not sure if like Gotenge is gonna bother introducing another moon. Yeah, but I guess we'll see. One thing I could see happening is that uh, um, Ubayashiki's like uh, I think son is like being guarded by uh, Tengen Uzui and Rengoku's father. So it would be interesting to see like the Upper Moon Five fight them. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I'm just, I'm just more surprised that you know. Usually, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they've said this in the series, and again, I need to reread. But um, I'm just surprised. Are the upper moons like ranked by strength, or is it just five really like a bunch of really strong guys? And it's just I'm number one because I'm number one, but I'm not stronger than these guys. Or is it really that they're ranked by you know five is the fifth strongest, number one is the strongest? I think it is ranked by strength, especially since Kokushibo and Doma are like the top two, and like they they were like very clearly like OP as hell. <laughs> Okay. No, I was wondering because it's like now so number one is gone. <laughs> so now we're at five we don't know anything about. Which yeah. I mean it's not a, it's not impossible for I mean it's happened in jump series where it's like number one was powerful, but it's actually number five we need to watch out for. <laughs> it's gonna be like in bleach where like ten ends up being like the strongest one. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they have some like normally they're pretty weak, but like, like number one is the strongest because they're constantly strong, but then number ten is really strong. But he's only really strong on Tuesdays, and it just happens to be Tuesday. <laughs> See, if you get rid of my one, it's a zero, and zero is higher than a one. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it being something like that because like, I just find it interesting that if they're ranked by strength, and number one's defeat. I mean, yeah, clearly yeah. Kokushibo is strong. Because he took out a bunch of people. <laughs> I mean, he's like the vanilla ice of Kimetsu. He, like, killed a bunch <laughs> of guys before going. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... And, like, me, two others, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see the logic in not uh, killing Nakime yet, because since the entire fortress is controlled by her, like, uh, powers, if they kill her, then, like, the entire fortress is just, like, gone. And that would make the 
whole like conflict a lot easier for the demon slayers. Yeah, that's true. Are they fighting her right now? I can't even remember. Yeah, they, they are, are fighting her, but like she keeps running away because she can like manipulate the entire like fortress. Yeah, okay. yeah, I remember. I mean, I, it, it was kind of funny because that that fight almost came off like a gag fight because they can't touch her. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I'm sure once we get back to it, it'll probably take more of a serious tone. But like, yeah. at least for the little bit we saw, every time they tried to do something, she just flipped the room, <laughs> and so it came off kind of like you know, it came off kind of more funny than serious. At least to me. I mean, I, I, I yeah. to other people, I'm sure maybe they feel differently. But yeah, so, and maybe we do need a kind of a breather fight because we've had pretty much two like uh, full throttle <laughs> ones. We we don't need more depression. I read like I went. I, I know I shouldn't have, but I looked at the leaks uh, before the chapter came out, and like honestly, I couldn't understand what it was saying. But I was like just looking at it. I was just like, oh man, like I even hit me in the feels, and I'm like, okay, it still wouldn't do it when I read the chapter. And I read the chapter, I'm like, dang, it hits harder, man. <laughs> like, I, writing, bro. I don't know. I'm just like, shoot. I did not think I'd be I, feeling some feels in a in a jump chapter this week. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd say this chapter I think was the most surprising to me since uh, since Shinobu's death, really. Especially with how sudden that one was. Like, I was expecting one of them to die in this chapter, but not both of them. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, going back to Shinobu, yeah, that's what made me, like, because, you know, up until now, I've been reading, like, uh, Demon Slayer through Japanese volumes, and obviously, there this isn't in the volume yet, so, I mean, I accidentally, and I've been doing a pretty good, I love spoilers, though, but I've been doing a pretty good job of not spoiling myself, but then, I guess, it, somehow, I found out that Shinobu died, I was like, what? And I was so in disbelief that I jumped on the Viz app and just caught up. <laughs> I was just completely in disbelief. Like her, she's like super popular and like like there. I know I know people that got into Demon Slayer because of her design and her character. Yeah. So like she's like super popular. There's no way Goto K is gonna kill her. Like what must happened be like a, too? I was expecting like okay, next chapter Shinobu's just gonna take her sword and rip out of Doba's body. It's like nope, he digested her. She's dead. Never coming back. That's Dude, it. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and like I know that's why. Uh, I mean, obviously, Volume 17 sold out a lot because of the anime. But then I'm looking at it right now, and like it legit starts with the chapter when Shinobu dies, and I'm like, oh dang, I did not know that. So. <laughs> oh sh- yeah, and I haven't even bought the volume yet. <laughs> I need to do that. But yeah, no, I I've been reading it in Japanese my volume, so it's just like I I just you know I'm I've been kind of sheltered by from a lot of this fight, <laughs> so I I didn't know until I read that spoiler somewhere, and I'm just like, no, that that must be no, that, that's a mistake. It probably might have been on like the Demon Slayer wiki because as I think I probably I I, I don't know if I said the V Lord Prime or. Probably, I don't know if it's at the Velour in private or on last week's show, but I love wikis. <laughs> so I probably just went on the Demon Slayer wiki out of curiosity and it was like, and it just had Shinobu, status, dead. Yeah. Like, dude, I freaking hate those wikis though, because I love them, but it's like, I'll go on it. Like, if I'm not caught up and I'm like, I'm interested in the series and just say this character is deceased, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Man? <laughs> I love that kind of thing, though. I just love spoilers. I love like you would get me hooked on something if you tell me that someone dies. Then if you're just like, no, no, go read it yourself and find out. Then I'll be like, okay, and I won't do uh, it. Yeah. But if you tell me, oh yeah, like 
this guy dies like this. And I'll be like, what? And I'll go read it because I want to see the scenario, how that happened. (laughs) So that's how that's how I am. (laughs) So like um, like I had a couple buddies of mine too. Like they wouldn't watch Hunter Hunter worth of crap. And then I showed them uh, that fight uh, with Golan Pito. And uh, let's just say they already finished it now. So it, I guess it's like <laughs> things you gotta, like, you know, throw yeah, at different, people. Different stroke, yeah, different strokes for different folks, man. That, that, that's just yeah. how I... I mean, even when I started One Piece, I didn't start from chap- episode one. I started from uh, basically the end of Arlong Arc. Ar- Arlong Park, I mean. So I actually never saw how the series began. I just didn't see how the series began until like years later. <laughs> so I started there watching forward and then finally I just got to the point where I was like, okay, I like this now. And I then I watched episode one. <laughs> so up until then, Luffy was just a guy. I don't know his origins or anything. I just know that he just whooped that shark guy's ass. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> so that that's all I need. That's all the information I needed to know. And then I went back and yeah. checked it out. But yeah, I was checking out Shinobu. I was like, no, she didn't die. No, that, that's a mistake. So that's I was looking it. up uh, uh, Gotage's uh, comments on the volume for volume 17. And yeah. like it just yeah. perfectly addresses Shinobu's death, really. Because like it <laughs> oh, says, yeah. like the this battle is getting harder and harder. I feel sorry for when my favorite character gets hurt and I feel fatigue. So this is not what I want to do. But this world is where characters must fight for their lives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, he stays real. He stays real. So yeah, appreciate. That. I mean, I can only imagine. Just like and, and again, Goto Gay is just like. They're 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 not beholden to like popularity and stuff like that because if if so, Shinobu would very much be alive because again, she's definitely one of the most popular characters in the series. So like, and uh, Gotoge yeah. just kill not even killing her. Like, I mean, yeah, she died and she went out. Her death was meaningful. It helped them win. I mean, she got the last laugh in the end. And she got the yeah, she got the last laugh in the end. But the way she died is definitely very anti shonen. Like it wasn't in the blaze of glory. She got eaten and digested. That that's it. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's what I like, man. It's like it has some. You know, you can tell it's it's a jump manga, but they also have like elements where it's just like you know, it's it's different. You know. Yeah. And uh, I would say I would say it's a, it's an original in a sense because uh, I think that's what like. I mean, I know a lot of people like Black Clover and stuff, and I mean it goes fast paced. That's what I like about it too. It never stops, but like. If I was like, I would say maybe five years younger, or like, like if I was at that age, I would like be dying over Black Clover. But it's like I've seen that kind of stuff over and over again. You know, I'm tired of it. So when I see like Kimetsu, you know, like they do and stuff different, it's like okay, I like that. They still have a little jump in it, but it's like it's also being different and stuff. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. I like this manga. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, it was something, again, that we mentioned last week, and it, I didn't think it was such a deep thing that I said, but apparently it is, that, like, it, you can definitely see the influences of, like, old Jump on the new authors, but they're taking their own their own path with it. Yeah. Like, you, you're, you, 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 in, like, not, not even, like, five years ago, Jump was, like, 95% battle manga. <laughs> and it still kind of is... But it's like different kinds of battle manga. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Jump Steam is always going to be battle manga. That's what they're good at. That's what they're going to keep giving us. But they're diversifying how they, what kind of battles we're seeing. (laughs) Would you ever think you'll be reading a manga uh, where they battle with acting and Shauna Jump? Yeah. That that's that's it. Like I've I mean I've read like the first 
three chapters of Act Age, and then I read like one because I read one. I, I think like a couple weeks ago, I just read all of Jump with no pretext, <laughs> so uh, just to see what's oh, yeah. in it. And and then like yeah, I, I, it definitely is like it. I remember I was making comments about. I was like, yeah, this is basically a battle manga just with acting. Like it's the Jump yeah. spirit. It, there's it's still there, but they're doing different things with it. I mean and. Technically, Kimetsu is, you know, a battle manga. It's it, it, it's in, in its blood and soul. It's a battle manga. But the I feel like the focus on empathy from, say, I mean, I haven't read much Black Clover, so I can't say much on that one. But let's say One Piece or something like that. I think the the, the definite um, sense that you have more empathy in uh, Kimetsu, where both the villains and the heroes are both like, you know, tragic yeah. figures. That's what gets Kimetsu. Like, if, if Kimetsu would just know about manga, was like, he's a bad guy, I have to kill him. And then we you yeah. kill him, yay, we won. And then, then they go on to the next bad guy. Then I don't think it'd be nearly as resonant with the with the community. I mean, it helps that, yeah, UFL Table made a kick-ass anime. It helps a lot. Oh, yeah. But I've said it, I've said it lots of times that even if let's say even if you if let's say UFO if it was a typical jump series, UFO table still had the same anime, same people working on it, all they could do is promote the source material. So the source material has to be strong. To be exactly. strong. You, you can make the anime as pretty as you want it, but the source material is garbage. All you're doing is making pretty garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah, how I feel about it. So yeah. I, I do feel like just that empath that emphasis on empathy and the fact that everybody's just a, their own tragic hero in uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba is what makes it stand out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I mentioned this last week, but I haven't really seen like a series from Jump that really kind of embodied this type of empathy since like Shaman King, which is like ages ago. So it's it's kind of cool to have that in a jump series because it's not something you usually see. It's usually just kind of like, oh, there's the bad guy. We're gonna beat him up and he'll be dead and it'll all be good. Where like exactly. Demon Slayer actually makes you feel sorry for like their enemies, no matter how despicable they are. Like I remember like the Akaza fight. Like going into it, they like kind of built up like, okay, Tanjiro hates Akaza. This is gonna be like a revenge match for Tanjiro. But in the end, it doesn't really become that. It becomes like a kind of self-reflection for Akaza, and at the end, he's the one who takes his own life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they Chico do that with is... uh, with Hunter oh, Hunter too. With uh they... Meadow Am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. You get that kind of thing. Like, even I mean, I guess to yeah, yeah. I guess like even with Hunter Hunter, like it's a thing where they do it. It's not the quite the sympath. Like definitely, Mirrorim's end was like one of the best empathetic endings I've ever seen. Like I, I, I forget the word I always I wanted to use for it, but like Togashi's always like overturning expectations, and I like it definitely could see why he would be into Kimetsu because of that. Because it's like this is the kind of thing I'd expect if he. I wouldn't say so much that if he were writing Kimetsu, would be this way, but I can kind of see how he appreciates how. Uh, Gotoge over like turns over tropes because that's, that's what Hunter pretty much lives on. Like, you have to yeah. think about it. Gone, like, throughout the series, he's only won one fight, and that one fight he won <laughs> by sacrificing his arms. Granted, right. <laughs> granted, it wasn't even like he had to. Like, Gone basically just he did it because he's like, listen, you know, they had a plan, and possibly if he had stuck with the plan. 
he wouldn't have had to lose his arms for it. But he was like, dude, I want to do it this way. <laughs> and, and that's what he did. Like, you know, and that, that, that he didn't have to do it that way is what I'm trying to say. Like, and then all the other arcs before it is like the main characters never won a match. They always kind of like something, something occurred that they got through it, but they didn't win. And even at the end of the uh, Chimera Anarch, it's the same way. Like, Gone, and in fact, you could even say they flipped it around where Gone was the villain by the end of that arc. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it, it's it's really interesting to see them kind of. I mean, Togashi's an old head, so more interesting to see it from him because he's been around back when Jump was about dudes with big hair throwing fireballs at each other. <laughs> so to see him kind of take like this new age look at what a shonen manga could be, despite him being one of the vets, is interesting. Yeah, I know he even said that uh, this is like the uh, the period of like Shonen Jump where he can actually, you know, do what he wants to do, you know, where he yeah, feels like I... he's in the magazine. Yeah, no, I think I remember reading that, that he was like before it felt like, well, he didn't say this, but yeah, he basically did imply that before Jump kind of had like the formula was more rigid than it was now. I mean, there's definitely still a formula. You're yeah. able to do a lot more with it than you did back like when he did Yu Hakusho, for example. Because you could definitely tell yeah. with some parts of you, Hakusho, there were things he wanted to do, but probably it was like back at the time, it was like, nah, you can't. You know, <laughs> jump, jump is like this. It's not like that. <laughs> so yeah. you can't do that. But it feels like, I guess, maybe with his veteran status and the fact that the age has changed now where you're seeing a lot more, you know, artists kind of move away from the whole, you know, as V-Lord said, Oh, he's a bad guy. We have to kill him. You know, he did bad things, so we have to we have to go kill him, and that that's it. You know, he doesn't have a tragic story. He was just a person who did bad things. But now that they're moving away from that, like not, I mean, not completely, but enough so that you see a lot more series where it's like, I, I guess, of course, but I, I guess I could kind of just see because nowadays and now even what's even more scary to think about is like we look at like stuff like Naruto and One Piece as you know recent, but there are people who grew up on these are now drawing manga. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah it's really it's really crazy to think about it. Like, you know, we we out of the guys that we like, like one, you know, Oda, Kubo, and Kishimoto, they grew up on Dragon Ball and stuff. And now yeah. we have people that grew up on their stuff. <laughs> oh, I know. I think uh, right. freaking, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Shiro Uzazaki. Yeah, Uzazaki. She's freaking yeah. younger than me, and I'm just like, and she's over drawing like in manga shonen. I'm like, crap, dude, what am I doing, man? But, like, yeah, I remember when I read her age, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and if you look at like her favorite manga too, they're all pretty recent. Like, I think one of her favorite series is Salmon the Summoner. Like, that's like really new. Yeah, that, you mentioned that last week. Yeah, that's that, that's it's it's crazy to think about it. Like, some of these authors are like super duper like. They grew up on stuff that that's still going even. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, like, you remember, you've probably heard the story about how Horikoshi had fan art in a One Piece volume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, oh, yeah. Usopp's gallery. Yeah, exactly. He and, yeah, Usopp's a pirate gallery. And now he's in the same magazine with the guy he drew fan art for. <laughs> so, like, and they've had an interview together. Like, his Oda's kids watch my hero academia <laughs> so <laughs> i mean to That's the point so that to, to the point that his daughters are kind of one of his daughters is like dad i don't know your manga 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that my that my hero academia shit's really slapping. I don't know, man. You might yeah, get you like that. <laughs> so it, it's just like the generational thing is a, it's just amazing to look at. And then of course, I mean, I not this isn't jump, but this is a uh, jump plus. But I, I I think I told you, Ag, that um uh, the series I was reading, uh, Magmel. Like I told you, it had like a whole bunch of jump, uh, Hunter Hunter influences. Yeah. And lo and lo and behold, like the author had an interview with the band that did the ending for the anime, and they asked the question. And he was like, "I love Hunter Hunter." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's so overt with how much Magmel is influenced by Hunter Hunter that I was like, I don't even need an, an answer. I this is definitely somebody who just breathes Hunter Hunter. Yeah, and I know. I want to read it so bad, man. Nobody like, will uh, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, Velor, don't they have? Didn't isn't somebody like licensed the 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 Chinese version? I believe. Yeah, I think it's on uh, Manga Tune. Manga Tune is uh, releasing the uh, manhua. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. I, I I saw that. I'm like, I read some of it, but it's just like I'd rather read it in manga format. To be honest. Yeah, it just seems I mean, a lot better that way. But like I read some of the Rawls. I mean, I, I didn't read. I looked at some of the Rawls. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, the Hunter Hunter in there. So it's very like I I I, w- I even me that understands Japanese. I'm basically just looking at the picture sometimes because it's just so much. The the text is very much influenced by how Togashi's writing too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and without Furigana, it's it's tough for me to even read it. <laughs> so, oh yeah, it doesn't have Furigana. That just makes it torture. <laughs> it, it, it's basically if you can imagine Hunter Hunter with no Furigana, like oh my god, I would just cry. <laughs> I would literally yeah, I just call into a ball in, in the corner and cry all day. Yeah, that that the the actual official translators that you know that translate like Viz originals that aren't Shauna Jump that have no Furigana. It's just like they got to know their stuff, man. <laughs> they, like, yeah, they really do. Like, I mean, even no, even putting Hunter Hunter in that category, even with Furigana. I remember one time somebody gave me spoilers for it to translate, and I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> I, I gave up after like I gave up like after a sentence because I'm like I can't. Please just wait yeah. for Viz. I, <laughs> I, I was just like, please just wait for Viz. And this is coming from me that translated Gintama for the better part of a decade. <laughs> so like I I I couldn't. I looked at like I tried, and, it, and you know I think it was around the Hisoka Crawlo fight. So I was like, no, no. No, I don't yeah. want to. I, don't. I was like, no, no. I mean, like, they were text spoilers from, like, uh, uh, the, not 5chan, but 4chan? Yeah, 4chan. Somebody put the text spoilers over. I'm like, dude, you understand Japanese. Can you read this? I'm like, oh. No. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> no, I, it was like one sentence, and then they started talking about how Isoka was talking about the weight of a head. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no, dude, I, no. I think Go wait for Viz. I, I think I specifically said, go wait for Viz. Go wait. Don't bother me. <laughs> go wait for Viz. <laughs> I know. I think um, I don't want to promote them, but uh, I know when they like when fan translations and stuff, I would love to compare them with Viz because like sometimes they get a lot of things wrong. Um, but other times it's like they would like try to like make it more explicit. And then yeah. Viz was like, you know, it's just like, it's just totally different. But Steph, I wish uh, Lily Olsen, I think that's her name, that translates Hunter Hunter. I wish she had a Twitter account so bad, man. Because I'll be stalking that account 24-7. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> what you got? 
I mean, you know her name. That's amazing. <laughs> that in and of itself, like mm-hmm. there are a lot of translators for Viz, and the fact that you know her name that just proves that you're the you are the Hunter guy. If we had any <laughs> doubt that AG was here, that there the that resident I, Togashi fanboy. I've now been convinced that you're you're the real deal. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm saying yeah, I don't want to remember translators. It's just I can't remember all the specific ones. I mean. I like that they're crediting them now, though, because looking at the end of the yeah. chapter, they they have the name of the guy to translate and the letterer. Yeah, my respect for that. I, I like um, like uh, Caleb Cook. I think he's a pretty good translator too. Um, yeah. And I like, I like how he tweets about uh, the chapters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that about him too. I like I started following him again when he was like, you know, not as big. Now, now that people know he's the My Hero Academia guy, I, I'm surprised that he's still he following me back. <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, I like I like I, I just like that now translators are getting more like public notes. Before it was just like it's it's just a manga volume just beams from the heavens and it's in the store for you to buy, and <laughs> and there's no thought of the process that goes into making that happen for you but i mean i guess one of the nice things about social media is that you kind of get yeah you know like, you get to know the people that bring you your manga <laughs> yeah that's always great that's why i want freaking lillian uh hunter hunter to do that whatever caleb does i want her to do that because i'm like i know there's some things that i'm missing in these hunter hunter chapters but uh but i don't know that's like i think um i think we need just to go to get have a shooter Go to K? Go to K? No, no, I don't, I don't think they do, which isn't unusual with manga artists. Like, some of them do, and then some of them don't. Like, and yeah. some of them, even the ones that do, they might tweet once in a blue moon, and it's usually food. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, th- that, that's like most of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Damn. Uh, Fujimoto, I think. Yeah, Fujimoto. Yeah, Tatsuki Fujimoto. Yeah. Like he, all he does is comments about food. So I'm like, I don't even read it anymore. I'm just it's gonna be something about <laughs> some other food again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 most of Japanese Twitter. It's not even the manga artists. They're they're always just talking about food. Food like, and cats. The other thing, because yeah, Fukuchi who does uh, Fukuchi is my favorite manga artist. He's just always talking about his cats. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. that that that's. I mean, he'll lately when he's got something serialized and like he'll go through the process of how he does color pages like he'll go like when he comes with the, like with the covers of the manga he'll go through the process of like what he how he decided on drawing this character on the cover and what color he decided why he decided to go with this color or whatever he did that for uh psyche like for all of the volumes and then like when there was a color page he would talk about oh well you know i went with this color and i wanted to feature this character on a color page and and then he would go through every step of like the artwork and sometimes he'd even like post like sped up drawing, sped up like videos of him drawing it. So like Fukuchi and I learned a lot about like how weekly manga even is made through Fukuchi when he went on hiatus. And he explained like, you know, one of his series a while back went on hiatus for a year. And he was like, well, actually, I was drawing it for I was it went on hiatus in August and came back in October the next year. But he was like, I actually finished drawing it like maybe a month or two after it went on hiatus. <laughs> So like, and it was just, yeah, it, it was just waiting for, it was just waiting for a spot in the magazine to open up for them to run it again. Man, if that's what they're doing right now for Tagashi, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm just I like, have the feeling on. it is, because remember he mentioned that he had the storyboards already done for the next 10 chapters last year. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was mean, expecting it, like you know July at the latest, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's October it, now, man. And we might not even yeah, get it at this rate by the end of the year, with the way things are going. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, but I mean, I learned a lot from him just from talking about that. Like, because you would think the hiatus means okay, they're waiting for the artist to draw more and then they'll bring it back. But no, he was like, Fuji's like, yeah, no, I by December I was actually drawing again. I mean, he he had like back problems and stuff like that. It was really sad because on Twitter he was talking about how he was always in pain and he needed assistance oh, yeah. and couldn't get them. And so finally the series just went on hiatus. And then he was like, yeah, I mean, and then he stopped tweeting too. So like a lot of people were really worried about him. But then then he would like then he came back with like one tweet saying, you know, I couldn't get up, but it's great that Amazon has delivery. So at least I was able to buy stuff on Amazon for myself to live off of because I can't even move. <laughs> so it was like really bad. And then he started, then he started tweeting more and more again. And then, yeah, he explained, yeah, the series went in August. I was actually done with it in December. Then they started running it the next year in October. So the whole series was finished by the time, you know, because they basically brought the series back to finish it. They didn't bring it back for a long time. So the whole series is basically finished by the time it came back. And he was start and his next series started the following, but he said by January of that year he had already started on that series. So while we were reading the other series finishing, he was already started on his next thing. So like, yeah. So it's like that's generally how like it runs. I didn't know that. I just assumed, hey, you know, when they're finished drawing this one, we'll see it. No, there's a queue, a bunch of serializations ready, and then they'll just keep throwing them out. If one makes it, then they'll just keep it. If one doesn't make it, then they'll cancel it. Then they just bring in the next thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, yeah, that's how Hunter Hunter works. It's just there's a queue of other scandal, uh, not scandalization. <laughs> there's a queue of other serializations that are in line right now, and Hunter's in that line. And until they get to its turn, it'd be I mean, shoot. Yeah, I don't even know all these other new series. Just like drop Beast Children or something. I mean, sorry. Uh, I mean, Boichi has like his mini series for Doctor Stone that's coming. So maybe Hunter Hunter will come after that since that's only going to be nine chapters. Boichi's oh, okay, insane. yeah. Boichi's insane though. How the hell do you do? Two I mean, he used to do Doctor Stone and Origin at the same time. So part of me is not surprised, but yeah, is he still doing that manga uh, in Young Magazine? No, that uh, finished up like a while back, but he was doing that in Dr. Stone simultaneously for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's got some mad. (laughs) Yeah, what's his health? I mean, no, no, no. I was just going to say, I guess it helps that he's not writing Dr. Stone, so he's literally just drawing it. Oh, yeah. So maybe maybe that because all he's doing is a drawing, I mean, just drawing whatever uh, Inagaki writes, maybe that's why. It takes less brain power for him to do than I mean. Can you imagine if he had to do two series? And he was writing and illustrating them both. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Uh, yeah, and there I don't know if that would be even possible. Well, I won't say I've seen some artists do it. Some artists do do two series, but usually it's like one's weekly, one's monthly, or they're two monthlies. And so, like that, they'll do that. Like, but they won't. And or if they do two series, it's like one is really short. Uh, Hayate, the combat butler, he was doing two series, but one was Hayate weekly, another one was monthly. But and it seems like he's more or less abandoned the monthly series. <laughs> so, because that went on hiatus like five years ago, <laughs> and um, it's and he's moved on to something new now. So, I, I don't yeah, know. Have you ever read uh, everywhere in Nana? Oh yeah, Ayazawa's uh, series. Yeah, yeah Ayazawa. Dude, I hear that's been on hiatus for like 
almost a decade or something. Yeah, she had like extreme health issues, I think. And then after she recovered, I think she just hasn't, uh, I think, been in the mood to work on it. Which is kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I guess basically. Gary, I, mean, I mean, there's also Beat the Vandal Buster, which was gone for a decade. And now it's back. Yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, unfortunately, it's dead in the West because I don't see Viz. By the it time back. it came back, Viz already lost the license. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's basically dead. I mean, which sucks because I really like Beat, but I mean, they they could relicense it because they have the first twelve volumes fully translated, but I don't think it's happening. Yeah, which is sad, but and plus it's like I think the like the serialization rate's like super slow now so yeah because it's in a square rise so it comes out like four times a year or something um, I freaking hate those magazines man <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm okay I can live with monthly but like bi-monthly and stuff like that I'm like nah man um, I have trouble keeping up with monthly, so I, my hat goes to you because I'll forget about something if it's not in my face every week. <laughs> <laughs> I think I even uh, I think I threw World Trigger on hold because like even monthly, I think uh, like I'm okay reading like both the chapters monthly, but then when he says he only doing one chapter a month, I'm just like I can't do 20 pages. It's just like I'll I'll forget what's going on. Yeah, like I haven't read JoJo Lion for like three or four years simply because I keep forgetting when chapters come out. Yeah. I mean, I, it's only cause cool and I are friends that I know, like, I mean, I know cause I used to work with cool on Gintama. So I've, I mean, I'm familiar with Jojo lines, Jojo Leon's schedule because of him, cause we're close. So yeah. if I weren't, close, if I weren't friends with cool, I probably would have the same. I mean, I haven't read in a while only because it's more just a thing where like, Say this about JoJo, but it's excruciating to read it chapter to chapter. It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> like, JoJo's are a series you're supposed to, like, just binge. JoJo's, like, the definition of a binge series. Especially the newer <laughs> ones, because they're so narrative-focused. Like, yeah. it makes sense to binge them. Like, I feel Part 3 is, like, one of the very few that actually works on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I mean, well, unfortunately, we would never know because a lot of these things we didn't get until way after they were done. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, I just feel like, yeah, JoJo's is not a good series for you. <laughs> or month to month, excuse me. What would y'all's favorite JoJo actually be? Since y'all are caught up, basically. Part seven? I, I need to read Steel Ball Run. Steel Ball Run, though. But, Steel yeah. Ball Run's so good. I, was to say, I, I mean, I know what happened. Know what happens? Steel Ball Run, but I haven't like actually read it. Like, I know everything that happens, though, because again, wikis. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I, but yeah, until I read it properly, I don't want to call it a favorite part. I like what I've I've read about it, but I haven't read it. But yeah, part four would probably be my favorite. Like, just this one I've read and watched. So, yeah. If I were to go with an unpopular choice for, like, a second one underneath Steel Ball Run, I'd choose Stone Ocean. Because I also just really love how that, like, is thematically to the whole, like, legacy of Dio and the Joestar bloodline. Yeah, I agree with you there. I I like Stone Ocean, too. I mean, I don't get what all this shit that it gets, honestly. Yeah, I I tried reading uh, some of Stone Ocean, and I liked it, but, like, I'm just, like, I'd rather... 
uh, experienced JoJo animated for some reason. I just like it a lot better. Yeah, when they animate Stone Ocean, that's just going to be pure fire. It's, it's going to be life-changing. <laughs> I'm ready for that one. I mean, I don't like part five, as V-Lord knows. <laughs> because of the D-word? Talk the, about the him. I hate him. <laughs> I didn't even watch... I never... I didn't watch part five as it aired in Japan, so I not watched this. I watched the one episode that came on AX when we went. And I'll admit, David Production actually almost convinced me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was afterwards that you were like, crap, I might have to watch part five. I was, I was almost convinced to watch it, but then I remembered him. <laughs> and I remember he's coming, and I just was like, I can't do it. I keep I, telling I, you, though, you can just like watch the first half, and then treat the second half like it never happened. I'm going to watch it. It's just I'm going to wait till the Blu-rays come out. I mean, I'm a perf- unfortunately, as much as I hate part five, I'm also a, co- a perfectionist when it comes to collection. I can't have part one, two, three, four, and then six. <laughs> as much as I don't want, I don't like part five. I'll watch it when the Blu-rays come out. I mean, now that the dub's been announced, they're going to be out. They're going to, Viz is going to put it on Blu-ray and I'll buy yeah. it and I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch it then. I mean, at that point, then maybe Stone Ocean will be on, so I get twice to JoJo. <laughs> so <laughs> that that'd be that'd be great. But yeah, you know, that's what I appreciate um now uh, with dubs, like especially with Funimation when they're bringing out the uh, broadcast or the simul dubs they call it now. Um, it's like we don't have to wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. We can like you know watch it on you know online with streaming and stuff. Especially even with Japan, so like that's always that's amazing to be. Yeah, honest. no, that that's just that's a great to just see the anime. Like anime has come so far. Like I'm probably really dating myself here, but like I remember going to watch like DBZ, and then it would get to like an episode where Goku's about to fight this guy, and then the next day it's the first episode again <laughs> because <laughs> because they have to dub the rest. So it's like, and then we're waiting for like years for them to dub the rest. And then every time it gets to that episode, it goes back to the first one again. <laughs> it's just like, oh god! And then that's uh, that's like, and you you back when I was in high school, you had the guys that would be like hustling DVZ on like VHS, so you could see the rest, <laughs> see the rest of it with bad subs. <laughs> that was that was my high school experience. You got oh, me through the back alleyway and trade DVZ tapes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no, no, you I, don't do drugs. You do drugs yeah, that, that's it. I mean, DBZ was the drug back then, and I, I'm not kidding. That's what my thing. What you would have, find Hustle Man the cafeteria at fourth period, give him ten dollars, <laughs> and then you would be able to see Go Tanks. That's how it works. <laughs> you don't question how Hustle Man gets it. You just know he has it. Yeah. <laughs> if you need your next, and I swear, I saw some dude probably scratching himself like Dave Chappelle, like, hey, you got, you got, you got boo. I need my boo. <laughs> I need my next hand. I need my I need my imagine boo. Imagine boo. <laughs> you you hear in the, the principal's office you're like, you know, we need you kids to watch out for this imagine boo that's hitting the streets. And then like of course the the, oh, the, the, few, of us, the, few, the few of us are like, what's a, you know, he's a, you need to talk to your kids about imagine boo. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, like that's that that was my high school experience. Like essentially was that Yasha the same way too. Like they were be selling bootlegging Yasha tapes, they were subbed and everything. And then we when when they started making then that's when CD burners came out, and so they started doing that. And it got way easier at that point. <laughs> so then you don't even need VHSs anymore, people would just be burning CDs. Yeah, now so, it's like freaking sending leaks, links to people. It's like, oh yeah, I got you, fam. I mean, you don't even need to do that now. I like, 
I remember I, I haven't been I haven't like and probably after we're done recording I'm probably going to go watch it I stopped watching Pokemon not because it's bad because I'm too lazy to find torrents <laughs> it's because everything I watch is like on some streaming platform so it's like I, mean, I don't too. have to try anymore so it's like I, I stopped pirating <laughs> Because yeah. it just was so easy not to. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, got, I literally got Crunchyroll for the uh, for the Gintama dub. Before then, I wasn't. I was just like, I don't Crunchyroll. Screw that. I don't want Crunchyroll. But then they had the Gintama dub. I was like, okay, I have to see that. So I got it for the Gintama dub. And then I saw just how much crap they had on there. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And they're getting new stuff every week. But honestly, though, like, the, the Gintama dub is actually pretty good. Like, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's actually pretty. The only, the only, the only thing I had with the Gintama dub is like it's essentially the subtitles spoken. It's <laughs> so, a very literal. Yeah, it's very, very yeah. literal subtitle. Like they could have, they. I understand, like because because when Crunchyroll announced the Gintama deal, like everyone hated it because like they keep saying Gintama's like the series that can't be dubbed. I'm like, guys, you read my translations every week. It can be translated. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can definitely be translated. It's just like it might take a little work, but it can do it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was just thinking like with uh, with the uh, Japanese references. Like, I was confused how they would do that, but I think they pulled it off well, from what I can remember. I mean, but, they basically didn't really do anything with them because I mean, again, I can understand it because like Crunchyroll is probably scared to do anything with Gintama because they know they because as much as it flopped here as a manga, like they know the anime is like hot, like everyone really the, the anime has a really huge fan base, and if they did anything, guys, you know the sub is still there. You can watch that if you don't want to watch the dub, and even the yeah. Blu-rays have the sub on that too, so you don't literally don't have to see the dub if you don't want to. Yeah, but they I know. What's up? No, no. I was. Uh, you were about to say something. Oh no! I just like. I, I think people are keep forgetting that uh, Blu-rays have sub on them too. They just like, <laughs> oh, they're going up. I'm yeah, like, no, yeah, no. I never. You know, and then of course, if you don't want to buy the Blu-rays, it's still on Crunchyroll <laughs> subtitle. So it's like I don't understand. I mean, I remember I had to like go on this epic rant where it's just like, you guys, Gintama failed <laughs> as a manga. It failed as an anime twice. And they're giving us another chance, and you guys are shitting on it again. Listen, if they never bring Gintama over here again, I'm going to stop translating it because you guys are being a great. And then, and then you can go buy the manga from Japan like you're supposed to. <laughs> and Gintama's complaining about how the dub is going to suck are probably reading Scanlations and watching it on Crunchyroll anyway. You can yeah. just, 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 if you don't want to support it, don't. But don't shit on something that hasn't happened yet <laughs> and like yeah. i'm just like i i bought the blu-ray i was like i'm buying the blu-rays and i have no reason to <laughs> so <laughs> I, i'm not i'm like if i want i actually bought the second movie from japan like i've never seen the fan sub of the second movie because i have it raw i bought it from yeah. japan when it came out like i have no reason to buy this and i'm gonna and i'm buying the i actually buy the volumes too i've been when i figured out how to get amazon japan on my phone I've been buying the Gintama volumes like that. <laughs> so, like, I, 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 like, it, it actually really made me angry. I'm like a guy that never gets angry about anything. <laughs> I was just like, why are you guys shitting on this dub? First of all, it hasn't happened. Yeah. It's like they're supporting this series. You guys call yourself fans that you're supporting Gintama. So, when the company is trying to support it too, you're shitting on them. Like, yeah, I don't get uh, it. I think they, they just need something to hate on, I guess. I guess it's that hate train. 
that they talk about, I guess. I don't know. I mean, most people are just like, they can't see the, the jokes being done. And I'm like, yeah, I do that every week. <laughs> like, there's no, yes, it can be done. You're reading it. When you read my translations, you're reading it being done. They could do it. And that's why I don't blame Crunchyroll for like just basically very strictly sticking with the subtitle script because they're afraid if they change one line that some fan will be out there in the parking lot waiting for them at night. It'll be <laughs> the streets for an entire month. Dude, you can see people, uh, they would like, they will find any nitpick. They will like find like a, oh, they messed up a word. Like they misspelled it. They missed like a letter or something. And they'll like, like, just like complain about that. I'm just like, are you kidding me, dude? A typo. Yeah. You're, you're carrying on a typo, man. Especially with as far as the industry has come nowadays, like like you said, we can watch stuff as it comes out in Japan. And even though JoJo's not simulcast, look how it just finished, (laughs) and we're getting the dub. Like I remember, we were at AX when they announced the dub for Diamond is Unbreakable. hadn't finished there. That had like not finished airing that long ago either, and that was. Yeah. Like no, no, no. I now I remember what it was. They had just finished airing Stardust Crusaders, and like a few weeks later, Times is Unbreakable was going to start airing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like even Japan didn't get that. Like they had to wait a couple years for the next JoJo to happen. We only had to wait a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, that is good. That is good. I know. Like even with the uh, part five, we didn't have to wait that long. Uh, yeah, we, mean, it's basically it's basically like a year i would say like after yeah. the series is over it's like that's when we're getting like i think anyplex does that too now yeah like demon slayer's dub got announced back in like july shit yeah <laughs> I, I, haven't even, I haven't even heard the dub yet so like people are already hating on it just from a, like a little preview i'm like come on guys it's a preview i mean two episodes in it sounds pretty good in my opinion I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I got Johnny Young Bosch in there. I mean, it can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, he's doing a great job as Gyu, actually. I, I'm really, like, happy with his performance. I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're, we finally got back to him. <laughs> I was going to say, we kind of went on, like, a 30-minute tangent there. <laughs> Oh, we found our way back. We found our way back with the Kimetsu. I mean, yeah. I want to. Uh, I mean, I don't have, like, a means to watch the dub, or else I would, but. I'm gonna definitely. That's one I'm gonna buy, like for real. Like, are you I, really I'm gonna dead. pay those Anaplex prices, bro? Uh, if it, I mean, hundred dollars uh, for four episodes. I'm, 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 I'm hoping that won't be the case. I'm hoping somebody yeah. will have like a discount thing. I mean, you could buy like the UK release and like shoot it through like a disc drive or something. Dude, it's. I'm like, um, I'm hoping like I know Funimation kind of got like some. Uh, releases with Aniplex that they would release the uh, on a you know disc. So I'm hoping that would be the case. I don't see that happening, but yeah, uh, that would I, still I, be nice. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, Kimetsu is like really big now. I can't see Aniplex being like yeah, stingy. Uh, yeah, they. I don't see them letting that one go easily to sell at discount prices. Granted, I mean, I could also see them. I mean, I I don't. I could also see a thing where they're like sets on the side for people who don't want to uh you know a tanjiro a tanjiro dakimura <laughs> with their <laughs> with their with their or, or excuse me not tanjiro he wouldn't be the one to be nezuko <laughs> so, so i mean some people are into that or a 10 foot inosuke statue I, I mean something like that or like i mean granted they come they come with some nice extras they get you get like the soundtrack you get like art books and stuff yeah. like that but I, I mean, I just want the anime. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just want the discs. I don't want all the extra stuff. 
See, that's what Funimation does. It's like, you know, they'll release the anime, and if you want the limited edition, you get extras. I'm like, cool. I like that. Uh, you know, the other thing I, is just like, and they put like freaking 12 and 13 episodes. I don't want exactly. four episodes. I want yeah, exactly. 12. Okay. I said Japan pays those prices for those things, but even they're kind of slowly doing away with that too, where it's like, because they had a reverse importation problem for a while, because like Japanese people would be just buying our stuff <laughs> because we get 13 episodes box sets and they're like getting four episodes per pop and they're just like, why would I want to do this? And they're half the price. Exactly, and they're half the price, so they were literally buying, they were reverse importing their shit from us. (laughs) So, like, for a while, I remember some companies fought back by, like, not including the like, box sets. I for one one or two anime did that, where just all you could get was the dub, because they wanted to fight back against reverse importation. Or they, like, hard sub the subtitles onto, like, the video. Yeah, or that. Needless to say, those weren't very popular decisions. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I just see that. I, I kind of hope that Aniplex will like consider people who want to watch Demon, who want to support Demon Slayer and own it physically, but yeah. don't want four episodes. They want, you know, thirteen or whatever I mean, it they'll is. They'll probably throw it on Netflix someday. But I'm like, I still want like that's something I w- I rather have on my shelf. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I felt like. If all I want to do is watch the sub, I could just hit up Crunchyroll again, you know? But I, right. I want to own it, you know? Yeah. I mean, as far as streaming goes, I feel Aniplex does a decent job of getting it on some streaming service, whether it's Netflix or Hulu or Crunchyroll. But I, I want those Blu-rays. I, I really want those Blu-rays. I just don't want to pay $240 for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they did that with I, uh, I, Moggy and Kill a Kill, and those were kind of popular. So who knows? I think the Promised Neverland will be the next one they bring out. So I guess we'll see with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that but, is complex. Yeah. If, I mean, but, and, and even nowadays, a thirteen-episode box set seems to be at least for longer series. Remember, Hunter Hunter was like thirteen, and then Viz kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Viz has kind of transitioned to like the twenty-six episode sets. Yeah, because JoJo was like twenty-two part for part four, which is half of part four. Yeah. So. Dude. Do you remember when Hunter Hunter Volume uh, Volume One came out, like the Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was freaking fifty bucks for thirteen episodes. Yeah, yeah, I remember, and that's why I, never, I didn't buy it because I was just like, "That's no, nah, that's not happening." Now you can buy it for like twenty bucks. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, I mean, I I still bought it though because obviously, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> but but they, they brought it down. I think with the uh, set three, they put it like half the price. So basically, you got your money's worth. Yeah, uh, you got your money back, whatever. So that was always. I mean, I'm hoping they'll do a thing that Funimation did with One Piece, which is they were doing 13 episode box sets. Then I mean, I think they still are, but then they also started coming out with 26 episode box sets. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping I, I like that maybe maybe Viz will do that with the first Hunter Hunter sets and just come up with like. Uh, you know, for the first two, combine them into one. Okay, I know Viz won't do the uh, the manga with Hunter Hunter because it's you know still not complete. But I would just love a whole complete box set. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. instead of buying buying individually, I'm just like give me the whole box set, man. That's the one manga I buy in English is Hunter Hunter. So, <laughs> like, I don't buy it. I, all the other manga I buy are all in Japanese. So I not read an English manga. I mean, now with the Jump app, I'm reading stuff on there. But before Jump app came along, I was just everything I read was Japanese. Hunter Hunter is the only series I still buy physically and in English. <laughs> so, oh my, I think 
the Japanese manga, I would, uh, I would just, I buy digitally. I can't read them, but I'm like, hey, they got extras, and uh, hopefully, I can find people that can translate them, <laughs> so yeah. they won't be out for another year or so. I mean, like Bookwalker Japan and eBook Japan are just kind of like blessings to me to buying Japanese books. Hey, Bookwalker yeah, saves I- lives. They should. They should make that their 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 slogan or whatever. Like, I mean, I don't. I haven't. I use Amazon Japan because I haven't had any problems with them. I remember one time I did, and I was actually going to make the transition, but then I don't know what happened. Just one day they wouldn't let me buy things from Amazon Japan anymore. So I was like, oh well, the game is over. But <laughs> but then, like, I mean, a few days later, I was able to buy it from them again. So I don't know. They were just like, you know what? He he does pay for everything and. <laughs> Whatever, man. He I mean, spent let his him, life like, savings here. Let's just keep, let him keep doing that. You know, he's the one guy buying. It. He's like the one guy in the in the West buying Shonen Sunday from here. So, yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> let, 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 let him have it. I mean, because I'm like yeah. their best. I'm probably their best Sunday customer that's not in Japan. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, they they probably know me by name by now, <laughs> even though I go yeah. by Bomber Dirty on Amazon Japan. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's Bomber always. Dude. <laughs> and that's always interesting when I get stuff shipped to me physically because it's two bomber D roofies that are like, there's a bomber ordering Japanese. It's <laughs> because <laughs> I don't use my name on there. So, but yeah, yeah, I just like, I don't know what happened. So I was going to switch over, but then it just it started working for me again. So I haven't. Yeah. But I mean, I know that's something I should really consider. Because yeah. if Amazon Japan does mess around with me again, I don't want to be left. Because I, it was really, really, I was like really, really terrified. Like, oh shit, I can't get Sunday anymore. Because what, which I think it was, was it Bookwalker or Ebook Japan? Somebody wasn't selling Shogakukan stuff. It was Bookwalker, but then later on, I think Bookwalker made it so that you can buy Shogakukan titles on the international site. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I know because Shoggy's kind of like. Everybody else is running, and Shoggy's kind of walking. <laughs> so they they make it very difficult to get any of their stuff. Like Jump Stuff, like you really don't have to try very hard to get it. And Kodansha, too. But Shogakukan is like, they actually were barring people from buying stuff outside of Japan for a while. So, yeah. like, and Amazon didn't give me any problems with that. So when I tried to um, buy, when I tried to switch, I was like, okay, but I can't get Shogakukan books, and that's pretty much my brand. <laughs> so if I can't get Shogakukan, this is pretty much useless to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why I love Amazon. I tried ebook Japan, and uh, I mean, it was okay, but I feel like a bookwalker, especially with this app, it's like very, uh, it's very easy, it's very easy to use, I guess, and it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's better. Amazon Japan, uh, I think I've bought like I don't think I bought anything digitally there, but I, I bought a uh, a hundred hundred volume uh, thirty four when it came out of Japan, and holy crap! I didn't realize at first I was like, oh dude, this is like four bucks. This is sweet. And then uh, shipping came in, and I spent like over twelve dollars for it. I'm like, yep. oh yeah, you don't 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 you don't buy single things from Amazon Japan. Like if you have a bulk order, then it's worth it. But if you're buying just yeah. one volume, there are way better places to go. I mean, yeah. if you do get into the digital side of things, it's redonk because, like, I bought for I bought um, Conan for my girlfriend, and like we bought they had a sale for like I think six volumes for bucks. 
So okay. and I just bought. I mean, like she's gonna be writing something for me. Hopefully, V Lord knows the story. Hopefully, baby. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, she'll write something for the blog soon. And she and you know, I was buying her the volume that she needed because she has the Viz volume, but she wanted the Japanese one to do comparisons. So I was just like, okay. And then I saw they had like six volumes for sale. I was like, holy crap! Like less than fifteen. I think I bought all of World Trigger like up to volume I think eighteen for like fifty bucks. Duh. which is pretty good and then even buying sunday you know how much the even though i'm not working right now i can still afford to buy sunday because it's like dirt cheap it's like two dollars yeah dirt yeah. cheap to buy sunday it's like uh, even if there's like that's why i never like i mean some people are like you should have a patreon or something and have people <laughs> i'm like i can't i'm like i would but like one what would i offer and two it's like two dollars a week that's I, I, really yeah. i'm not so bad off that i can't afford that yeah, like <laughs> so, the last time i bought sunday was when uh the first chapter of mal came out when i was looking at the price and i just did like a double ticket for something like is this correct that that seems a little too low but i'm like oh okay thanks japanese i was like i was gonna grab it for a change real quick that's for sure you could it's really i mean the only thing is like it's weird well i'm pretty sure it's because of jump but like they don't offer like jump shonen jump on amazon japan though oh okay you can't like i mean weekly jump like i i don't know about young jump i never bought it from there i bought square from amazon japan that's there never like shonen jumps not on there at all you can buy volumes obviously because that's how i put yeah that's the same with bookwalker too you can buy all like the other jump magazines Besides, like, Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they just try to, like, uh, put it on their uh, bookstore. Where you have I to mean, yeah, it's probably to keep, like, leaks and stuff. Because, I mean, even they know that Weekly Jump is huge. So, yeah. No, most of the leaks that you get are usually somebody has a physical magazine. <laughs> and that's how, and then they scan it. That's how you get, you know, the leaks yeah, from Jump. Like, that's what I had for a um, a couple of weeks. Actually, I had a I had a guy that actually got it um, early, and then uh, and then I'm like, oh sweet, I can finally you know actually uh, you know get early leaks like earlier before the actual leakers, and uh, then uh, <laughs> the next week it's just like uh, the store's not uh, putting out early jump anymore. I'm like, of course, Oof. my love. <laughs> yeah, no, that that that's that. I mean, I feel like that's what happened to uh, Shogakukan Sunday. Like they really clamped down on it. And it's funny. It's always like, it's always the issues with the head. Like, because when Conan's on hiatus, it's like those issues I usually had no problem getting early. But then, like, when Conan comes back, that's the issue. Like, that Shogakun's like, no. They bring out the big security for those releases. Yeah. For those, Start for those. Cracking so it's like, out the yeah. stores, making sure that uh, Conan isn't being leaked out to the public. Yeah, they, yeah. they they really went I mean, to a lot. They went to a lot of security because I used to be able to pre-order Sunday on Amazon Japan, and they stopped doing that too. Like now, I have to wait for it to actually drop to yeah. buy it. <laughs> I saw they do that with Jump too. Um, like they wouldn't like. I think I've seen, I see. I think it might have been Bookwalker. Might have been. Um, but like they would put it on there literally like the day it comes out. It wouldn't. There'd be no pre-order or anything. Yeah, that's what they. So, I mean, yeah, that's what Amazon Japan used to do with Sunday. I mean, you could usually order like when one issue drops, they have a pre-order for the next issue up, and that's what I used to do. I just pre-ordered it once I bought one, and for a while, that's how I used to keep piggybacking. And then one day they just stopped doing that. So now it's like you have to wait until the issue drops, and even then, when you buy the issue, there's like a out, there's like a twenty minute like 
embargo. <laughs> so you can't even read it until for until 20 minutes have passed after you bought it. It's so weird. Yeah, it's weird to me because like when I want to do the coverage, I buy it as soon as it drops, but then it's like 20 minutes and I can't read it. So is that <laughs> just on like the debut or like any time you buy it? I, I think it's just maybe I've never bought Sunday late, so I don't know. <laughs> I've never bought it. I've always bought it like well no. Actually no last week because I, I had like uh I had like something going on with my family. I couldn't buy Sunday right away. And when I bought it later shorter, it was like I bought like an hour late and it was like instead of twenty minutes it was like ten or five. <laughs> uh, so I guess like maybe the longer you wait to buy it the delay time reduces probably what's going on with it like then i mean for volumes you don't have that problem as soon as the volume drops you can read it right away it's just a magazine for whatever reason i think uh is weird where like jump will include the flaps with like the the author's like comments and like the back you know advertisements everything so it's like you're getting the whole you're getting a physical volume in digital format somebody does not do that you you basically uh, just get the volume. The, it, what sucks is like Fukuchi would do this thing on Psych where he'd draw like an illustration underneath of the cover, and it's usually just like a little funny joke about what's going on in the volume. But you don't get those in the digital ones. That sucks. Yeah, mm. Shogakukan's kind of really backwards, and like like um I remember yeah I was reviewing um Sleepy Princess and they had a bunch of extra like cover flap art. Viz has it, but the digital version of Shogakukan doesn't. That is strange. So, yeah, like Shogakukan's like really weird. And then another thing too is they don't have a table of contents, so you literally have to like scroll through it to find out where you left off. But like Jump, they'll have like by like by chapter. So like if you leave off and you're like, oh, I want to jump to this chapter, you can just hit the. You could just scroll over and hit the chapter you want to read, and it'll take you right there. Shogakukan doesn't have that. That's what I like about uh, Giga. Uh, dumb giga because like it would have the table of contents in the front and the back of the magazine. Uh, yeah, Sunday think, does that too. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean I appreciate that, you know. Um, but I think um when when jump manga do come out like uh Japanese digitally, like I'm always like oh, I'm not gonna buy it this time, you know. I'll, I'll just save a little money, and then literally the day of I'm just like alright I'll grab it, you know. See what see what's on there, and uh, this time impulse buys. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like. I think I think I just like I think I like just threw twenty bucks at it this time. I usually just get like you know Act Dodge or you know Promise Neverland something you know that I have accounts for. But like uh, I just went on a splurge this time. I'm just like all right, I'm getting it all. <laughs> Some dude's like, oh, I want Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm like, bet, and I grab it too. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> but, I remember I got all the Jujutsu Kaisen for like thirty bucks too. Well, not thirty. Like it was like yeah, twenty twenty five for all of the volumes out. I mean, I know I'm missing one right now, but. Because I was just like, I'm just going to read it now since the gap. I mean, that one, of course, I was gainfully employed then, so I was able to be, I had the disposable income to just toss the money out there and get it. And then, like, yeah. now that I'm interested in Octodge, that's when I don't have a job to get it. <laughs> so it's like, because uh, I don't mind reading it in Japanese since the, the the gap is there. It's just like right now, I mean, with anime NYC coming up, I mean, I'm hoping... I'm hoping, you know, I, I, I'm hoping I'll have something soon because I got to actually have an interview tomorrow. So nice. hopefully that goes well and I have a job again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that would be great if that would happen. But holy crap, <laughs> we've tangented again. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a sign that we should probably wrap this up. Okay, yeah, we should. So poor V-Lord 
to edit all our shit. <laughs> cut out a bit of this, maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm fair like, enough. I feel like it's becoming a meme now. Um, with Go2K's uh villains, like he kept making them like a like every villain would have like a tragic past, and we'll and like he's doing it to like every single demon now. Where it's just like I feel like it was coming like more of a meme because people keep like you know pushing that out more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've I've seen a lot. I've actually seen people like actually getting kind of tired of that. Which I mean, fair enough. It is like when you do. It's a thing where it's like I guess your mileage may vary with it because like it's a thing where it's like yeah, sometimes you do just want like when somebody does something bad, you just want to be able to be like okay, we're bad. They deserve that. <laughs> and if you do it a little, I mean, I'm not even going to say that Goldtooth is doing it too much. I don't necessarily believe that. I I feel like I still feel like the way I feel is. Yeah, it happens with every demon, but it's good each time. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm fine like, with it. I'm fine. Yeah. To a certain point, I would say, you know, eventually it's like, uh, but like so far, like, I have no complaints. I feel like it's fine for me because it's done well. And it sticks to like the actual theme of the story that Gotagay has established so far. So like it kind of works, and I understand why some people are frustrated by it, because it kind of can feel a bit, like, repetitive in the sense, like, oh, all these demons have these tragic backstories, but I feel at the same time it helps flesh them out more, and, like, makes them more of, like, three-dimensional characters. No, I and I agree yeah. with you. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with it as long as it's continued to be done well. I mean, in, if the series really is coming to a close, then I I can't think of a demon that was just like I really didn't need to see a story for that person. <laughs> I really, I, I, I can't think of one like that. I mean, and like I said, looking at it from the other point of view, especially if you're coming off of the other jump manga where it's like some people again, villains are just sometimes villains because they're villains. There's really not a deeper reason for it, and I mean coming off of series like that yeah and then jumping into kimetsu you might be like getting fatigued by that and but again like i said i i feel like it's been done well each time there there hasn't been one where it's like okay that wasn't that great why did we get that even doma who we were talking about last week who was less sympathetic than the rest yeah we said that it was a thing where even though he wasn't a sympathetic character he was still a victim of the system like like and even if in the end you still didn't feel anything for him, it's still that backstory helped explain who he was. Yeah, it helped explain like why you don't feel sorry for him, which is interesting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I want to say I wouldn't mind it if Gultogay did more of that, where it was like, okay, you know. I mean, granted, to be fair, when most of the demons, most of them, even though in the end they're sympathetic figures, and it's like, okay, you feel a bit bad for them, I do feel like there is a sense of that you date doesn't apologize for their actions like the way that it's written like they they still did terrible things yeah victims of this unfair system and i feel like gotage has got this kind of point where they don't at least they it would i feel like i would feel the same way some other people feel if gotage made it sound like okay well they were bad but you know you know they you should feel sorry for them you know here's an apology they won't do bad things again if it felt like that I probably would get kind of tired of it, yeah. but I feel like Gotage does a good job of saying, "Okay, this is why they did this bad thing. It's still a bad thing, right? Feel sorry for them, or you could not. That that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to feel. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> that but this is what they did. What they did. Whatever you want to feel, that's up to you. Because yeah. 
Kimetsu's world has been built up so well that, you know, if it had been this kind of a slapdash development for the whole series, and yeah, it probably would feel like, well, actually, they're a good person. No, none of these demons have been treated like good people. Like, even Kokushibo, in the end, dude left his family, his, uh, he left everything behind to chase this one goal. But yeah, we feel bad for him on the level that, you know, all he wanted to do was get acknowledged by, you know, to be like his brother. Look at, well, you did a lot of bad things. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, still we, a murderer and still killed his own brother, even. You still all did all these awful things, and we're not apologizing for that. Basically, like I said, I just feel like, and that's, I mean, not to get too much into a tangent, and I'll try my best to keep this concise. I guess yeah. that's, I, I, and I know AG's probably going to jump on this, but that's one of the features I like about Hunter x Hunter 2, which is that oh, Togashi man, never, it's Togashi, <laughs> Togashi never, Togashi never, Hunter x Hunter has a very, like, has a morality system that's like, it never tells you who to feel bad for on your own. Togashi's like, here's the story. Nothing but the facts. If you want to feel bad for this guy, that's up to you. All right? That's up to you. These mangaka, they know what they're doing, man. They sure do. Um, I feel like we've kind of trained this topic for all it's worth, though. So it's probably time for us to plug our stuff and get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Sakaki, where can the good people find you? Uh, You can find me at at Kirobon, K-I-I-R-O-B-O-N, on Twitter. But if you're really interested in where the real stuff happens, that's at Ooh. WSS Talkback. That's my show on the Sunday Twitter account. And uh, WSS Talkback.blogspot.com is where I spend my time talking about um, Shonen Sunday on my blog, which is right now, it used to be where I would talk about the entire issue and my feelings on it, but that was a lot of work. <laughs> so nowadays, it's just where I put up translations of interviews that I find interesting. Uh, reviews of books I get from Viz. So definitely get those, we'll give those a look. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, Yako Prod. Uh, I post leaks and sometimes and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I love how long you took it took me, Lord, to get that. <laughs> like, there was a silence. I mean, I got it right away. But, like, I, was like, like, I was like, wait, what did I hear? Right? <laughs> but yeah, AG, where can people actually find you? Uh, anywhere that's talking about Hunter Hunter, basically. But, uh, no, follow me on Twitter, Hunter, I guess, Hunter, your anime Hunter. guy. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of other accounts. Uh, if you're fans of those, I probably run it. So it's, uh, yeah, I do too much on Twitter, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I don't have, I have a blog, but it's not as amazing as uh, Sakaki's. So uh, check his out. And uh, yeah, that's it. You also have that podcast that you're doing. Oh, yeah, that is a thing. I'm doing a podcast that's very amateurish. So if you just want to hear guys talk about random crap, then check it out. Uh, yeah, In Progress, that's what it's called. Yeah, almost forgot the name. Uh, but that's yeah. Really good name, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, follow both of these guys. They both do amazing stuff. And they're both uh, great members of the anime and manga community. And yeah, um, as far as I go, you can follow me at... VLORDGTZ on Twitter and you can also find my manga focus reviews over on all-comic.com I'm doing so many reviews over there lately it's almost like I'm uh, suffocating in manga it, it, it is a great feeling 
But uh, aside from that, uh, you can find my more uh, Tanami-focused articles and reviews over on TanamiFaithful.com. And uh, yeah, just hit me up on any of those. I'm always happy to talk. And uh, this concludes the podcast. And uh, see you guys next time. <laughs>